Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey there, welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to Dear Gabby. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This show has definitely taken on a life of its own. We have such a beautiful community that we've created here. And I'm seeing so many heart-opening experiences occur as we go deeper into our own growth and development and our bravery to talk about the big stuff and to open up our consciousness to spiritual and creative solutions for our well-being and our health and our spirituality and our growth. That's what this show is all about, my friends. I got my deck. I'm actually going to pull a card from the Super Attractor deck right now. It is so pretty. I hope you can hear me shuffling, 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 getting the best card up. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I am going to open to what card do we have today? Beautiful. I love this one. I can do less and attract more. Boom, people. I can do less and attract more. That is actually one of my favorite passages from Super Attractor. Do less and attract more. It's a, such a heart-opening way of living because often we live in this way where we think the harder I push, the more I do, the more pain I have, the more I suffer, the more I will succeed, the more I will accomplish. It's so the opposite. When we push, when we control, when we try to force things into form, we really get in the way. In my book, Super Attractor, I talk about being a manic manifester, someone who's constantly trying to do all the spiritual things to try to make things happen. But manifesting is quite the opposite. Manifesting is doing less and attracting more, being more receptive to the energy that is around us, being more open to that heart-centered place within us, and not forcing or pushing or trying to control because all that control and all that pushing and all that doing gets in the way of all of our capacity to receive. So I bet this will be a topic that will come up over and over again on this episode, do less and attract more. It always shows us what we need 
The cards reveal the theme for the show. Let's see what comes through. Say that affirmation just for a moment to yourself before we bring in our guests. I can do less and attract more. Just say that to yourself. I can do less and attract more. And just feel into that. Doesn't that feel good to just say that to yourself? I can do less and attract more. Wow. What a nice, different perspective on life. I've trained myself to live in that way. I've lived that way, the opposite of that, for uh, over two decades, I'm sure. Maybe over three decades I was pushing and controlling. Now at 41, I'm finally allowing myself to step back, to give things away, to ask for help, to do less and attract more. I can testify that the less you push and control, the less you try to do, 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 the more you will receive. This summer, get the most out of your travels abroad by learning the language of your destination with Babbel, the number one selling language learning app. From ordering in restaurants or asking for directions to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture, Babbel makes the whole process of learning a new language addictively fun and easy. With bite-sized lessons you can actually use in the real world, Babbel is a can't-miss travel essential. I've been using Babbel to learn Spanish. I have a vision in my future of leading a talk in Spanish one day. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But Babbel is absolutely helping me. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Babbel is so different from the other language classes I took in high school because they design their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, things you'll get to use in everyday life. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And the best part is that there are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use the promo code DEARGABBY. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code D-E-A-R-G-A-B-B-Y for an extra three months free. Let's bring in our first guest now to our Dear Gabby show. Let's go. Let's go. Ah, we got a driver. We got a driver. Pull over. Pull over. I'm parked. I promise. I'm parked. She's parked. I, you listen, I love Dear Gabbying all of you. It's my favorite thing in the world, but I, know, I don't want to cause a car accident. <laughs> I'm parked. We're safe. We're good. I promise. What's your name, sweetheart? My name is Christina. I go by Tina. Tina, what's going down, girl? Okay, just let me catch my breath for one second. Um, because I've had, again, like most say, that I, I knew I was going to get picked. Because as I was driving, I was stopped at a red light and a little bird stopped on my car. Just stopped the window and just kept pecking at the window. I rolled down the window and he wouldn't move. And I'm like, man, I'm really struggling with... Um, I got sent home from work yesterday. Because I do, 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 do. Uh, I'm a doer. There we go. You burning out. Oh, I am burnt out. I I don't sleep. I don't eat. Sorry. Don't no take like just just be present right now with me with what's up. Put your hand on your heart, baby. And put your left hand on your belly and just hold yourself for a moment. And let's just talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. 
You're not sleeping. You're not eating. You're burning out. You got sent home from work. Yeah. Because of my attitude, which I, I get, I understand it. But man, it is tough to just, I'm just, I can't find my, I'm that manic manifester. I do, I do everything. I've been, um, I've been sober for just about three years now. Great. Good. Okay. And all I want is to help people. Yet I find myself in meaningless jobs and meaningless work. And I just say, well, if I just keep doing, then the right thing will come along. Okay. And it just doesn't. And I. Okay. Okay. Let me slow you down, Tina. Okay. I'm going to rumble in here, Gabby style. You're three years clean and sober. That is baby sobriety. No offense. <laughs> it's like early baby days, right? You're like three years old, rebirthing yourself right now. So when you're in early recovery like that, the goal of big life achievements, let me get that role in my position that I need to be in, it isn't my suggestion to make these outside goals the highest priority at this time, at this time. Doesn't mean that they aren't held, that they aren't out there, that they aren't beautiful expectations that you can create for your life. But it is alarming to me when people in early recovery start to think they need to create, 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 do, do, do. Because you're literally in this early infantile stage of rebuilding, rebirthing yourself. So I want to offer you today, Tina, a permission, number one, permission to focus on your well-being over your career, number one. Number two, I want to offer you the affirmation, a new affirmation that my well-being is my highest priority and everything else will follow. This is the epitome of doing less and attracting more. Because sweetheart, if you burn out, if you aren't sleeping, if you aren't eating, if you're being negative at work and getting sent home, it's only creating more resistance to the presence of that serenity and that receptivity and that possible manifestation and the future manifestation of all that you do want to create in your life. So when I say speed up by slowing down, I, it is so meant for you today, my love. If you literally slow the F down, make your highest priority, your well-being, your breath, your connection to your spirit, your connection to your body, your recovery, you're hopefully in some kind of recovery group of some kind, getting the help that you need, therapy, all of the things that you need to rebirth and rebuild your life, then I can guarantee you the time that you slow down and settle into your own personal well-being will come back to you tenfold and likely get you to the place that you pray to be at far faster. So this card was meant for you. That bird was telling you it's your time today. You are, my love, in a beautiful position to give yourself full-bodied permission to stop trying to achieve and start letting yourself receive. This is where you're at right now. And when we embrace these new perspectives, that's the miracle moment. 
So looking at me right now, Tina, are you willing to accept that you are in early recovery? I am. I am willing to accept that I am in early recovery. Are you willing to accept that you shouldn't be overly trying to achieve right now? That one I have a hard time accepting because I am a perfectionist. I feel a functioning anxiety. I don't know any different. Right. I feel my worth stems from my overdoing and overachieving. I can't even believe how magnificent the universe is to guide us together like this today because there was a message that had to come through. So the biggest message for you in this moment is that undoing the anxiety habit and the belief that if I'm not doing, I'm not good enough is a slow practice. It takes time, but it won't be undone if you stay in the repetition of that addictive pattern, just like you can't get clean and sober unless you put down the drink or the drug. So I actually would recommend that you almost count days on doing less. Count days on doing less, right? The same way you would count your three years to get to your sobriety. Count days on doing less. And so what could doing less look like? It could mean that you don't stay longer at work or that you don't uh, people please one time that day. And even if, when I say count days, you're not going to be perfect every day. So maybe it means every single day you make a commitment to do one thing differently. And I see you're holding your heart, you're relaxing, you're coming to a place of ease. That's beautiful. I see you really taking that in. Make that commitment. One small thing every day to stop doing and start receiving and count the days on it. I want you to get to 90 and obviously carry on beyond that. But you have to interrupt the old pattern of doing, doing, doing and create a new pattern of being, being, being. Okay. You got me? I got you. Thank you, Gabby. You're welcome, my love. Thank you for being on Dear Gabby. I know this was a divine intervention. There's no accident whatsoever. Ah, beautiful, beautiful work. Yeah, I also believe that so much. Thank you so much. Take that in. Go home. Lie down on your back. Go to any of my free guided meditations online. There's so many. We'll put them in the show notes today, but just Google Gabby Bernstein free meditations and just be still. That's day one. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Go, girl. Go, girl. Love you. Love you too, sweetheart. Next up, another driver. I'm not driving. My boyfriend. Another. Hey, how are you doing? Yo, man. Let me say hi to the husband. Is that a husband, boyfriend, brother? Who's that? Boyfriend. Boyfriend. You know, you're a great boyfriend to being in the car, dear Gabby, with your lady. This is exactly how I want this show to go. I want the little kids involved, the, the boyfriends, everybody. Let's do this. Yo, girl. We are on a cross-country road trip from New York right now. Oh, how cool. How cool. Beautiful. Cross-country road trip from New York. Beautiful. So what's your name, love? Courtney. Courtney. How can I help you today on your road trip, Courtney? So my question is about disordered eating habits coming back up and how to work through those. Beautiful. I have a lot to say on this topic. Any form of disordered eating or addiction in any form is a part of ourselves that is trying to protect a younger, fearful part that might be coming up. 
So I want to ask you, I don't want to go too, too deep because this isn't a therapy session when it's a disordered eating, whether it's not eating or overeating, all of that doing is causing us to be in a place where we feel a sense of needing to protect ourselves from feeling something that's behind that behavior. So here on Dear Gabby, we can't go as far as to start to address or heal what's behind it, but it's my job and my opportunity for you right now, Courtney, to help you see that the behavior of of all that you might be doing with the disordered eating is a form of protection. It's a form of keeping you safe from having to feel some big feelings that are scary to show up for. In some ways, we can have the opportunity to thank that part of ourselves. We've done this on the show before when we've talked about trauma, when we've talked about a lot of the addictive patterns that come up in different episodes. What we can do is we can look at that pattern of disordered eating and for a moment, just humbly say thank you for whatever you've been doing to protect me from feeling some big stuff that I haven't been ready to feel. That's a first shift there. The next step is to really begin to address the core wounds that live beneath the pattern because you can't white knuckle change. You can't white knuckle your way through healing and addiction. Addiction and addictive patterns can only be healed at the root, the root cause condition. What is it that you're running from? What is it that you're avoiding? What is it that you're afraid to feel? What is it that you haven't addressed yet? What unresolved parts of you are being pushed down through the addiction of choice? And so I'm just going to invite you to ask yourself that question today, because once again, this is another form of doing, doing, doing over a feeling. So if in any form of addiction, we are, we are trying to do something else to avoid what is beneath it. So we want to really open our consciousness up to, okay, am I ready to face what's there? Am I ready to get therapy? Am I ready to do deeper work? Am I ready to read, read more deeply about disordered eating and, and trauma or disordered eating and what, what's behind it? Am I willing to start to nurture myself in that way? But the first thing I would like you to do today, Courtney, with my guidance is just to really hold yourself. I want you to put your arms around yourself. Anyone who's feeling struggling like like this in any form right now, do this. Just wrap your arms around yourself and just say thank you to the part of you that's been acting out. Just say thank you so much. Thank you so much. You've been doing a good job trying to keep me from feeling these feelings that I'm so scared to feel. And I really am grateful that you've been there to help me, but I'm going to do my part to help you not have to work so hard and not be in such an extreme role. And that's, that's really taking ownership of your ability to get help, your ability to, to come on Dear Gabby today, the beautiful boyfriend that you have sitting next to you in the car, all of the gifts that are right in front of you, Courtney. I want you to really take them in. And I want you to be, be really, really conscious and aware of your own ability to self-soothe, your own ability to care for the parts of you that you've been running from. Now, that's what we can do right here, right now, is just honor all of the parts of you, especially right now, the part of you that's have this disordered eating and say, thank you for your service, but I'm going to take it from here. So we'll start there, Courtney. 
once again, a lot of doing over feelings, which is the big topic for today. Thank you, gorgeous. If you're listening to Dear Gabby, that means you are ready for miracles. Likely throughout the show, you've heard me talk to guests about my miracle membership. I'm often doing the Oprah thing where I'm like, you get a membership, you get a membership, and I'm just giving them out. And it's my best resource for helping people stay consistent on their spiritual path. Every month, members get a new workshop, a new guided meditation, a greatest hits from me. They get weekly encouragement emails, monthly mantra art, meditation calendars, meditation challenges, manifesting challenges, a high vibe Facebook group, online trainings throughout the year, and monthly live meditations with me. And it's most important that I share that it's a really high vibe community. So if you're looking for your spiritual family, if you're looking for more consistency in your practice, if you want to get more Gabby, if you want some more support from me, go to deargabby.com forward slash miracle membership and check it out. Become a miracle member and you will be the happiest person you know. Okay. Wow. Let's bring in our next person. Courtney, have a nice drive across the country. Hi. Hi. Oh my goodness. What's your name? So I'm in Hawaii and it's early in the morning. So I, oh my goodness, my heart's racing so fast. I've been watching Dear Gabby since like literally your first like episode when you started on Instagram and I've been, um, anyway, so I'm going through something right now that's super intense. My husband is going to like a treatment facility for like rehab and mental health and she's going to be gone for 45 days and we have two young kids. We have a two and a half year old and a six week old. Um, Oh, wow. I, I know that he needs this and I've, I've prayed for his, his recovery and for him to, you know, be in touch with his inner self. And I have all the tools and I know that everything is going to be okay. And I've been, you know, like listening to you and, and I'm confident that this is, this is something that we'll look back on and we'll say, Hey, we needed to go through this, but I just am like in the thick of it. And I can, I can zoom out and I can see that I know that we need to go through this, but it's just so hard in the moment. And I'm dealing with like my in-laws and, and he's going out of state for this treatment center. So it'll be like, I just, so, so like hindsight, I know that it's all good. And like, I have that faith and I have that connection and I'm, I've, I've manifested so many amazing things that I feel like this is a manifestation. Like I've, I've prayed for his help and I feel like, you know, this is the right thing that needs to happen, but I just, how do I get through the tough parts of like missing him and dealing with the kids and dealing with the in-laws? I'm like, okay, okay, okay. What's yeah. your name, baby? What's your name? Riley. Riley. Okay. So Riley, you have a husband who is going into a rehab facility for mental health and, and is it addiction as well? Addiction? addiction? Yes. Yes. Addiction as well. Yeah. Okay, yes. great. And he's going for a 45 day treatment and you're home now with your two-year-old and a six week old. Is that what you said? Six, six week old. Yeah. Six old. weeks okay. postpartum. Okay. Okay, baby. So let's, let's just open up right now to the truth of where you're at, right? Want to make sure, number one, do you have help and support with the children? I do. I do. My mother-in-law is, is, is here and I have my, my dad is super, super supportive. And I have two brothers who are very involved in my kids' lives. I, I have a lot of support with, with the children for sure. For sure. Okay. okay. I feel very okay. blessed in that, in that area. Okay. Now, with regard to your husband, this is a miracle. This is a manifestation. When someone hits bottom and they open up to their potential for recovery and they head to treatment or they get into 12-step or they go to therapy or whatever it is that they do to make the change, it's a miracle moment. 
as I've often said on this show, the Rumi quote, the wound is the place where the light enters you. When you crack open from a bottoming out of any kind, that's when the awakening can occur. So your only job as it relates to him, your only job as it relates to him is to pray for him and send him love energetically and pray for his recovery. That's it, sister. It, it. Because you are a new mama. You have a two-year-old at home and now you have a six-week-old. You're probably breastfeeding. You're giving, giving all of your life force over to these children, particularly the newborn. And sister, if you don't put your well-being first, you will not be able to care for these children. You will not be able to even embrace him when he comes home. But most importantly, you have to show up for yourself. Okay? So just say, thank you, God, for taking my husband. Thank you for bringing him to the place that he can get his health and well-being. Pray for him to stick to it. Pray for him to be on his way and let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Do less. Attract more. Bye-bye. Take your recovery and you are cared for. Trust that there are angels working through your husband's doctors and all of the practitioners that are around him. And know that. Know that for sure. And then allow yourself to put on your own oxygen mask and care for your well-being and make that your absolute highest priority and put that oxygen mask on you. You're at a very crucial time in your postpartum journey. It's a big moment. I want you to check in with resources. I want you to, to Google the Motherhood Center, which is a place where you can start to seek support now preemptively where there's therapeutic services and groups and psychiatrists if you need it. And I want you to go to the Motherhood Center and I want, just Google it. It's based in New York City, but they're working remotely now. And I want you to go get the support you need so that you can make your highest priority yourself. Do less, attract more, do not feel and hold the responsibility for your husband's well-being. He is in beautiful hands now. God is taking over the angels that are working through the doctors and the practitioners at the recovery center are taking over. And now it's all about you and your recovery. And let me tell you something, it's beautiful that he's being sent to treatment right now because you couldn't handle the, the chaos with the new baby, right? So... So let's close that out there and you can let me know. I appreciate everything you said so much. And I just, I just want to like, almost like attest to like, I started your work in like the meditation challenge of May of last year. So it's been a year and I've been able to manifest like a new home, a new car. Like I, I feel like I manifested my second pregnancy with my, my, my son and everything has been aligning. And so that's why I just, I know this is, I know this is exactly what needs to happen. And I want to thank you for that that knowledge and that, that ability to like, you've helped me help myself, you know, and that's, yeah. that's the main thing. And I fully, I needed to hear that, the, the put on your own oxygen mask. Cause I've been just trying to give, give, give. And so much that I just stop, yeah. stop. The, the card is your card. Do less, attract more. I want you to do less and attract more, my love. Okay. Yes. Okay. Babe, I'm on the phone with Gabby. It's Gabby. <laughs> is, is that your husband? Can I say something to him? Okay. 
Is it okay that I know what's going on? Yes. Okay, what's his name? Morgan. This is Kyle. Kyle, let me just look at you and look you in the eye and tell you this, my love. The commitment that you're making to your recovery is the biggest gift that you could give yourself and your child. And as a woman who has almost, oh my God, I can't even remember how long I've been clean. I've, I've been clean for 16 years almost. I have to say to you that you will live a life beyond your wildest dreams when you make this commitment. And I'm so proud of you. And I hope you hear me. And I'm going to send you some books for when you go to recovery. Okay. When you go into the recovery treatment center, I'm proud of you and your beautiful, beautiful father and husband. Go do you, baby. Thank you. Thank you, Gabby. You're welcome, my love. Beautiful. What a miracle that I got a chance to talk to him. I forgot how long I've been sober. Oh my God. I think I'm like 20 or something. All right. Thanks, sweetheart. Love you. Love you. Thank you so much, Gabby. Love you. All right. Who is next? Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. Hello. Hi, Maria. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing well. How are you, Gabby? Hmm. I'm doing great. I'm happy to be back with you guys. This is my first time joining in on Zoom. So, of course, I get chosen. <laughs> Meant to be, baby. Meant to be. Um, so, I'm so glad. I'm just thinking of Tina and Riley as well, and I'm just wishing them well. So, what's your dear Gabby, sweetheart? I tend to give myself to the ones I love as much as I can. I, I love helping people. I've noticed, though, that it's turned into a pattern of burning myself out at the expense of others, especially my parents. They're reaching that age now that I want to give back to them. You know, they gave so much to me growing up, and now I'm, I'm an adult, and I can give back to them yet I'm finding myself being pulled in that direction and in the direction of my husband and the family we're trying to grow. So it's a lot. A lot of you giving, 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 and not a lot of you receiving, receiving, receiving. Is that correct? Right. I mean, at this moment, not a lot of receiving. I just, I don't ever feel like I, I should expect that from others, I guess. Oh, 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 okay. Let's go there. Let's go there. Okay. So my love, the storyline, I don't think I should expect that from others, that overgiving is my special skill. Overgiving is what makes me good enough, feel good enough, feel worthy enough. I see you shaking your head. Yes. And in that place of overgiving, what you're doing is overriding your core need to be seen and soothed and loved and cared for by others. And often what happens when we go into that pattern of overgiving, we not only burn out ourselves because we're just exhausted from all the giving, 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 and we don't have the belief that we are worthy of receiving. But what is even worse is that we don't allow others the opportunity to give to us. When you show up so much, the expectation and the dynamic is set up that, oh, she's going to take care of it. She's going to show up. She's the one that's going to fix everything. And I want to honor you for your desire to serve your parents at this later time in their life. It sounds like they did a lot for you. All of that's beautiful. All of that's admirable but it can't be at your own expense. It can't, you cannot be overriding your own well-being. We're seeing this a lot of the belief system that I'm not good enough unless I'm saving everybody else. Now that belief system will just burn you out. So as this relates to our topic of do less and attract more, 
what I want to point out is that every single big issue that we face here on Dear Gabby has a bigger root cause condition, right? We all have these uh, experiences at a young age and in our childhood that have established the the limiting belief systems of I'm not good enough if I'm not serving or controlling, or in the case of our first guest, Tina, I'm not good enough unless I'm doing, 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 and, and perfect in her perfection world. And so when we carry these beliefs into adulthood, they become the exact beliefs that open us up to the possibility for healing because they bring us to our knees. They bring us to a bottom. They bring us to the moment of saying, I need a miracle. This ain't working anymore. And hopefully they do, because if they don't, then we just live in a hamster wheel, constantly stuck in the behavioral pattern. But if you're listening to Dear Gabby, you know well enough that this is an old pattern that you've been recreating in the present. And so the deeper work, I'm always going to come back to this, the deeper work of undoing the past and the history and the stories of why you need to overgive to feel good enough has to be addressed in a therapeutic setting, has to be done in a deeper therapeutic work, whatever form that comes for you. But what we can address right now in this moment is starting to create new habitual adjustments to get just into the practice of trying to be more receptive. Because you can do both simultaneously. You can do the deeper, bigger healing work in therapy and at the same time, start to adjust your behavioral patterns because you have enough awareness, you have enough personal growth, you have enough support around you, even being here and part of the Dear Gabby community to start to show up for yourself, right? Okay. So I want, just like with Tina, I said I wanted her for counting 90 days doing nothing to do less, right? I want you to start, my love, to give yourself permission at least once a day, counting days, to say no. Oh, I see your face. She just went, uh, like your face literally said, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Your face said, "Uh uh-oh. What comes up for you when I say that? Well, I don't, it's not necessarily an uh uh-oh as much as it's like time and I need to just surrender. I think I've, I've been in that space the last probably two weeks where I, I've been praying for the signs and I I don't know if God's finally going to throw a shoe at me and say, I've sent you so many signs, like just surrender woman. So I think that was the sigh of, okay, I need some behavioral strategies for moving to that next step because the knowledge is there and I'm hearing the words and I'm nodding and I'm like, well, yes. And now it's like, okay, step into it. But we go into a state of amnesia when we are in any form triggered into the habitual pattern of the ways that we avoid our feelings, right? So we go into a temporary dissociated state where we literally are like forgetting all of the spiritual and personal growth knowledge that we have. And we just dive right into Uh, okay, I got to help everybody now. And then you feel hungover the next day from it. And you're like, how did I get there again? And it is like any other addiction. Helping and over-serving is another form of addiction once again. And we are, like I said, over and over, this is a space where you're going to want to use the support systems that the universe can bring to you. I want to pray for you right now to be guided to the right healers and therapists and support systems to help you heal the root cause condition. But what we can begin to do and have some fun with and not overthink is just start to play a game called the no game. Play the no game and it's going to be super uncomfortable and you're going to mess it up and you're going to you're going to be awkward and you're going to feel so weird doing it. But we can change patterns 
through the repetition of a new behavior. And we can do that while we're simultaneously healing the root cause of the problem. So this is your Gabby homework. Count to 90 days and then keep going after 90 of once a day saying, no, no, I will not be able to help you with that. No, I'm not going to cook dinner tonight. No, I cannot drive to your house, mom and dad, to do whatever you need me to do. No, 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 no. You sound like my little toddler, Oliver. No, no, no. I want you to literally sound like a toddler. No, no, I'm just kidding. But I do really want you to take this seriously because you have to practice your no. And the thing that you also have to hear from me is that sometimes no is the kindest word. It's the kindest response because when you're overriding and overdoing, you're actually becoming resentful. You're becoming resentful of all the people that are taking. And that resentment is going to come out in your energy. It's going to come out in your attitude. And it's not actually helping those people. So you think you're helping by saying yes, 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 but actually you're harming because inside of you, it's just this battle of saying no when the outside is yes, yes, yes. And that creates a big ball of resentment that whether you realize it or not, is being picked up all around you. Thank you, Gabby. Oh gosh, that's powerful. It's almost a, sometimes feels like a, a punch to the gut because I think I've been trying to be all to people and that's impossible as a human being. And so I'm like, do I think of myself that greatly that I can be all? The answer is no, I, I can't. And maybe that's this is the way of finally accepting and saying, well, you, I know who can be all. And so I need to trust in that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Beautiful. 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 Thank you, Gabby. I appreciate this time. I really do. And blessings to all who are watching. I'm, I'm sending out positive vibes to you. Thank you, my love. Thank you, sweetheart. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All righty. Wow. Should we take one more? Hi. Hi. Can I just say one quick thing first? So I I was always a fan. I'm, I have your books and I was listening to your podcast and um on the first the first episode of the podcast and i was walking my dog at the same time and a ladybug i saw a ladybug on myself and i thought you know i don't like videos i don't like talking to people because i'm super introvert but i got that as a sign and i can't believe it <laughs> that's so crazy <laughs> Here we are, baby. Here we are. You got your sign. Now you're on to your Gabby. So tell me what's going on. So one of the things that have been bugging me a lot is that I'm trying to get pregnant. Um, I've been married for almost four years and I'm happy. Um, I have a career here in the United States. I'm originally from Brazil. I moved here eight years ago and I haven't really good career. I have a really good relationship uh, with my husband. But the thing that is always on the back of my mind is the situation that I left my parents and they're getting old and medical issues, especially with my dad, are constant. So I feel like my life is split into worlds. And I want to be happy. I want them to be happy. And I just cannot seem to let go. And also, you know, let go of their 
and my parents and not really let go of them, still show that I care for them. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you. Here we go. Ready? So just like our card, do less and attract more. When it comes to showing up and caring for others, we think that it's often how much time I can spend around someone that's going to be the best way to show up. But you could be living right next door to your parents right now and show up for them a fraction of the amount that you could show up for them right now in a different country when they're in Brazil and you're here in the U.S. So it's quality, not quantity. It's energy, not action. Of course, every every action you take to support them is going to be backed by a loving energy. But I want you to really contemplate the power of your energy, the power of your intentions, the power of your prayer, the power of your ability to hold them in a container of healing and love and support. And when you do get to Brazil, now that some things are lifting with COVID and you can make that move, when you do get there, that the time you spend with them will be so deep and so much quality time that you may not have otherwise been able to experience if you were with them every single day. So back to do less and attract more. I want you to forget the idea that you need to be next to them doing, 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 and accept the idea that you can indeed be energetically holding space for them at this transformational time in their lives and that they will feel that and we underestimate the power of our energy and our intentions. And when we underestimate the power of our energy and intentions, we think we have to do, 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 but we really have to be, be, be right back at that one. Right? There we go. There we go. Boom. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. I think I can wrap up this episode right now because every single one of these guests has come on with the same issue, even though it's manifesting in different forms. And that issue is the belief system that if I'm not doing, I'm not good enough. If I'm not overdoing, I'm not showing up. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not good enough. And our card, do less and attract more, is the core message that's coming through over and over and over again. Because The only way to undo that pattern of believing that you're doing is what's creating is to start to do less, start to get into an energy that's receptive, start to allow yourself to be more caring of yourself rather than everyone else around you, start to give yourself more love like we saw with our mama who needs to focus on her well-being, start to do nothing and step back and focus on self-care like we saw with Tina, start to believe in the power of our energy over the power of our actions and allow our actions to be driven by the force of that powerful energy rather than driven by the force of our ego that's incessantly telling us, I'm not good enough unless I'm overgiving, overdoing, overeating, overdrinking, or pushing, pushing, pushing. This is a time in the world where Self-care has never been more necessary. We are all coming out of a traumatized time. We're coming out of a worldwide pandemic. We're scared. We're, we're, we're traumatized. 
We want to not have to feel the feelings that were coming up for us this past year. We are likely going to turn to behavioral patterns to avoid and anesthetize those feelings. And it's our job to slow down and at least once a day, do nothing and let the universe show you what to do. Thank you for joining me here today on Dear Gabby. When you do less, you will attract more. And I'm so proud to be able to share this conversation with you. Boom. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience of this show means a lot to me. So I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at DearGabby.com. See you next week. Gabby.